Hello and welcome everyone to episode 14 of the Ducky O'Brien Show. And today we have something a little bit different, something a little bit special. So every once in a while while I'm streaming on Twitch, my friend Queen will drop in and he will share some very insightful comments, usually related to things he's interested in such as acting, uh, cinema, music, art. And uh, we had a little conversation on AI and how it may impact the movie industry, the music industry, and art in general. Um, That was very interesting, so I am uploading it as a podcast episode. Now, it is a little bit janky. I, I listened through it and watched it again, and... There's a lot of awkward pauses and there's some things in the conversation where referring to things we're seeing on screen, like he's sharing uh, his his desktop with me. And so it may be a little bit awkward for an audio only episode, but I still wanted to upload it and hopefully you guys enjoy it. And anyways, why don't we get into it? Weird. Alrighty, I'm going to return to chat. Okay, well, I'm going to end right now. I should go to sleep. Oh, yeah, same. Before I miss my window. I should have gone to sleep four hours earlier, but now I'm not feeling as tired, which is a, not a good sign. All right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ruin it even more then. Here's a... Oh, no. Here's a AI that I found. The next AI that's int- uh, intriguing me is... Um, a video like you can generate yeah. videos, dude. Yeah, I'm not super impressed, but I did ask them to get me in. Oh, so it takes existing footage and then. Oh, that's really cool. Either the quality sucks, or like the quality sucks. <laughs> It's just not that impressive. You know what? It's 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 good enough for the person who has no skill or budget in making videos. You know what I mean? Like it's, this is this is okay. Yeah. Did you watch the the corridor rock paper scissors? Have I you... did. That looked pretty good to me. I thought. Did you see how they solved like certain issues? I didn't see the behind the scenes. I just watched the. Um... Okay, so basically, the pro like the behind the scenes showed that they had so many problems <clears throat> that to solve all of the problems, they basically just did a, like the same amount of work that it would have been, but just like a completely different, you know, set of skills. My goodness, because ba- the problem essentially was that, um. I don't know how to explain this without, like, you having a visual. The first issue is, like, AI doesn't, like, yes, facial recognition is a thing and all that, but it's only so good, and, like, it doesn't recognize characters. So, like, frame to frame, it could think you're a different person, and then if it's pulling from, you know, make me an anime character, you know, or make me, mm-hmm. and you give it even the anime character, it do, it's not 100% successful. So, like, frame to frame, if it changes me into an anime character, it could turn me into, you know, Aaron Yeager this frame, and then some dude, you know, from One Piece next frame that also Mm -hmm. looks similar. And it can't really, like, 
I mean, it's only as honest as the internet to a degree, but it really can't identify characters. And so the details, the source details, when you're working with video, the source details have to stay the same. Like from frame to frame, the sources have to stay the same. Uh, mm -hmm. So to fix that, you have to manually go in and <coughs> identify all the characters and then identify all the sources, like extremely so. Every frame? Not necessarily every frame, but like a lot. You have to okay. do a lot of work. I see. And so the question becomes like, you know, once you get it working, uh, yeah, you have to identify your data set too, which means you have to either make a data set or you have to have a data set that's been identified through and through. And so that is creating some level of, or eventually the AI will have to have better identification of things, which is with video and film is just going to be really challenging because it's a whole lot of sources that you have to match up. If you just roll a camera for a bunch of like, you know, a few minutes on a road trip, you know, film a bunch of random things around you, that's like a crazy amount of things to identify and match up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I see. So you have to have a data set that you're going off of at least to some degree. And so people are either going to have to make data sets or be willing to offer up something that they've made that's quality to be a data set because no one's going to be able to make a good live action anime conversion thingy without having someone actually made a quality anime data set. And so one thing that people were mad about was that they used some, they only used one anime mm -hmm. specifically to make the AI work. I heard they use Vampire Hunter D. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so people are like, you can't just like take, you know, so all you're doing is just taking somebody else's work and using it as a data set. Uh huh. Yeah. And so let's say you want to make your own data set. Well, in that case, why don't you just make your whole dang anime like the normal way? Which I is see. super true. I see. Oh, yeah. But if, if the, if you, oh, I can see the potential though. Do you if get you, it? Yeah. If you didn't have to identify the sources, and the data set process was a lot easier, then it would kind of alleviate having to draw all the frames yourself. Like you could draw some keyframes or, you know. Right. So, like, it's possible. Like, yeah, like it's all in, in the, the identification. Future. Yeah. But it still comes down to permission. You know, who's yeah. willing to give quality data sets? <clears throat> Nobody is the answer. You have to, I mean, like, for the most part, there's going to be some people that do, um, you know, there's going to be, you know, like look at look at the state of royalty free music, right? Like you have Epidemic and you have Soundstripe in these places and people will make songs to let everyone use freely as a data set for people like me who make videos to just source their music, right? Most of it's not that good. Right? Yes. I know of like two or three artists, like Ghost makes really good audio that you can get music. He makes good rap beats. And then the person who did Two Towers or whatever makes really good uh, classical like dark stuff that I use for like dark orchestral music for like gym stuff mm -hmm. like that's it um, and then some guy that made like dream of another way not dream of another way out um, I forget the song but it's some like um, trap Indian song and like that guy makes good stuff but that's that's like it from what I found and I've looked a, through a lot of things you know so like three artists making three completely different, very specific things. That's like not a lot of options, right? If I was only able to make videos off of yeah. that, then I'm very limited in what kind of videos I can make. So 
you know, but it's a, it might be a thing where people have a video, you know, let's say there's a, let's say me and you start an anime company. We're like, all right, we have 10 people. We want to make an anime. We can't make a long running anime. That's super quality. If we're going to draw every frame and we want to have a bunch of frames. So why don't we just make a data set for ourselves and create an art style of assets and then we can film it live action and like so that's a possibility that's a really good method of using yeah. this. Oh, I was thinking and that of way using still, it that way. Yep. Yeah, that's a good way of using it also because you're you're also the same person who made the data set. So like you you made the art, you know, you made the show, you made the art, you made all of it, which is really cool. It says a lot when you're able to do everything. Like what's actually really cool about this little music video Unlike, like, obviously I've shot music videos for artists and, like, they use their music and they're in it. But, like, what's crazy about this music video is the the amount of, like, data sources for this video and that we made all of it. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, what is in theaters. When something's in a movie theater, the highest form of quality is always when a group is always able to make every single data source at a super high quality. So like for this little music video we made, it's like we made the audio from scratch mm -hmm. and the video from scratch and the lighting and the colors, like everything, you know, we didn't just use somebody else's music. So that's the cool thing. If you're able to make your own data set is that then that, that really raises the X, you know, the value of the quality that's there and also the, I honestly just respect and also your ability to be creative. If you can, because of this, this, this little video, you know, obviously it's harder because we're juggling more balls, but we're able to really share exactly what we want to share because we, we had more creative control mm -hmm. and that's what the data set, you making your own data set will be really valuable and you having your own access to AI, you controlling AI is valuable because you'll have more control over more components. Yeah, I just had a thought. I, I this is something I thought about for a while now. Mm -hmm. But anime is not, not animation, but anime in general is relying more heavily on three D because it, mm -hmm. it's easier and cheaper. So I was thinking, you know, it would be cool if you instead of drawing your own frames, you make a three D model. Of the the characters, and then the software can match the the three D model to the the live actor, and then you kind of have your you know your as a reference the model is your reference, and then that turns it into a two D animation. I wonder if that's uh, a two D image. I mean, I wonder if that's feasible. Because that might be less effort, because instead of drawing frames out separately, you're just making a, a one 3D model, and maybe that's less effort. I'm not sure. I, I think that that's a, that's a technology I was thinking about for anime specifically without AI, where um, a lot of studios are using 3D models because it's just easier to to create animation with that. I was thinking, what if they did that, and they they mocapped it to a live actor? They could the the AI was smart enough to detect how they're positioned roughly, 
So that would be like, I think that you could also use like, you know, steam movie maker or whatever, um, you know, you know, like the, the game animations people did for the import mm-hmm. models and stuff. So I wonder if you can use that as the source material and then tr- as just say, Hey, make this into anime. Mm-hmm. Cause then you have more consistency in how the, you like, how you want the things to look and stuff. I'm sure it's not there now, but I just, I was just, uh, had some ideas right there where, yeah, you know, you only create one, not one model, but like you create a model per character you want. And then, uh, you know, in true anime fashion, it's just a, a, a 2d backdrop, you know? Yeah. It's, it's kind of tough. It just, there's just a lot of variables and like you can do it. There's, there's so many interesting things I'd like mm-hmm. to try myself and, and see where things go. Like, I know I probably told you about the idea of, uh, like if I do CG scenes with like a CG spaceship, then making a model that's also 3d printable so that I can use that as a miniature Oh yeah, yeah. and, and then filming it against my TV as like the equivalent of the Mandalorian volume, but for miniatures. Oh uh-huh, yeah. I remember you mentioned that. Yep. So that was like a big one I had. Uh, which I still haven't seen anyone talk about, which I think is a really good idea because it's captured in camera, mm-hmm. uh, which means it'll look better than AI still, no matter what. And then, yeah. uh, I don't know, there's so many interesting things, uh, even using just like a game engine to just film stuff. I've seen people do that now. There's, uh, I think it's called Cinematic Captures on YouTube. Mm. He makes Star Wars videos. Uh, and he just does movies in Unreal Engine. Like, it's just straight animation. Um, My goodness. And What's... he just motion tracks everybody with uh, uh, motion capture suits. Like, all little characters and stuff dude, are just mocap dude, suits. This this reminds me of Shakespeare. Like, you could totally go make anime by taking webtoons and just changing like characters and stories here and there, like enough where you won't get sued, you could create an entire anime. Like yeah, like you, you can just mill them out now with AI. You know, I mean not not right now because it still takes a lot of work, like you said. But like, you know, Shakespeare didn't create his own original stories. He totally ripped them off of pre-existing stories. Like Romeo and Juliet was a copycat another story or another play so i'm like dude you can my god this is like a game changer in both a good and a terrible way well it's accelerating but also like i don't think of ai as ai like sometimes because like what is ai right it's just a computer deciding like oh this option's better right or this option's more accurate or this option's like you know, and so if you look at technology, we've been making things become more and more automatic over the years, right? This is like autofocus. A lot, though, this is replacing so much. Like you, you don't need it is. to like a rotoscoper, like you know, animator, like drawer. Like it, it's. Watch this video real quick. Yeah, it is, but the bar of quality is still so not great. 
that I feel like will improve very quickly because it's just a matter of training, not only training on a data set, but like getting the AI to recognize what is a finger, <laughs> you know? I don't know yeah. why, why AIs can't, re- they don't know what a finger is. But like if you can train an AI to be more specific and be like, this is a finger and this is how fingers look like or they how they act like, then you're going to see some scary improvements in terms of like being indistinguishable from, you know, non-AI yeah. work. Um, it's already well, the, really the thing I've just out. noticed too is like the more AI power we have, like the more work that it, it still is creating. Like I look at the guys from Corridor and they did the anime. For sure. Thing it's, and the it's, like, it's, yeah. it's like there's so much, they, they're doing so much more work and I get like maybe one day you won't have to do that work. But there's still so much quality left on the table because, like, um, like I look at the cinematic capture video and he's got all these guys, you know, and it's like, wow, this looks so good, you know? And it's like, but there's things that I notice, like, every single one of these scenes, like, every dude uh, doesn't run, like, real fast. <laughs> like, you can't do that. Like, you can't have a guy run through, like, let me, like, like, if I went to cinematic captures and he's like, yeah, this is the future... You know, I'm, I'm not saying he's like this, but he's like, if this this is the future, you know, the future is now, old man. I'll be like, all right, now here's what I want you to do. I want you to take one of those stormtroopers and make him have like wet, you know, like the wet condition where he's like his armor's wet, and then I want you to have him run through a field of wheat and like slap the wheat around in a bunch of different directions while he's running. It's like the computer can't do that, you know, like not that well. You know, there's like cracks and chinks. You know, and um, like the shot with Darth Maul is like amazing, and like those guys' shots, you know, it's like, and then that wide shot right there with like the army is really cool. But you know, it's just like it falls apart in a lot of circumstances. The one thing people don't recognize is like, uh, again, always the the quality of like the medium of delivery. So like, yeah, like this is totally good enough for when you're taking a dump. And like you're on your phone, right? Oh, I think it's or, more than that. This is better than anything the average YouTuber is making. It is. It is more than that. But like, it falls apart on like a 4K TV, it, like yeah. really hard, and it falls apart like on a theater screen. I think that's fine. People, the bar has been set so low thanks to TikTok and YouTube Shorts. Like, yeah, for you guys, even and yeah. and we've even found that like. Like one thing that's really, really started advancing recently as well is just like resolution. Mm-hmm. So like we're getting higher and higher resolution screens, which is really cool. And at True. first we thought it wasn't yeah. going to look right. Um, we thought it was going to look too sharp, but that's not the case. Like the more sharpness you added at first, that was the case. And then we sort of rounded this corner where the sharper we get now, the more gritty things look because the world is really gritty. And when you blow up somebody's face on a theater screen, you actually see all those details. And so, like, we're going to be able to shoot and, like, film and and put on theater screens, like, 30K footage, you know, and, like, 15, 12K footage. I've worked with, like, 12K cameras. And, like, if you compared, like, some 12K footage in a theater, um, which a lot of people have probably seen and, like, don't realize because they quietly release things like that, um, if you put, like this AI footage next to it, it's going to look so bad. <laughs> it's 
going to look. Yeah. And it will for probably like at least another 40 years or something like that. That's true. But the, the sad state of affairs is that the average person watching or consuming media, it's all short form content for these kids nowadays. So like, sure. you know, when you ask the kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's no longer like, I want to be an actor or I want to be a, a director like Steven Spielberg or whatever, you know, insert director here, but it's like, yeah. I want to be, I want be a YouTuber. I wanna, not even a YouTuber now. It's like, I want to be a TikToker. I want to be like Bella Poach. <laughs> you know? I want to be yeah. like, who's that guy who faked his videos? There's some beef. Uh, he makes, oh, I don't t- know. Oh, shoot. Uh, what's that guy? Uh, he's a skinny dweeb looking like dude. Uh, Me? No, no, no. no, no. Well, not you, bro. bro what the heck? No, uh, he makes videos for kids. Like you see him on YouTube Shorts every once in a while. He makes the super annoying thumbnails. Hold up. Here's the thing, too, uh-huh. is with all these YouTube Shorts and TikToks oh, and yeah. stuff. I know, I know these people. Like I know a lot of the big TikTokers. They don't make any money, bro. I know. That's the sad thing, too. Also, on YouTube Shorts, if you want to know the CPM mm-hmm. for Shorts, it's like four to six cents. So every thousand views, you get four cents for a short yeah. if you're monetized. Brant Rivera. Like, sorry. Yeah, that's the guy. You know how much money a like decent movie in theaters will make that had a budget of like $20 million now? It's a lot. It's a lot. It's way more. Yeah. So, like... Can. I, but that like, takes skill, Ali. These guys, you think these guys have skill? Uh, that's a, hey man, that's okay. Like if they want to, if they want to make AI TikTok videos all day, like that's great. But like, it's kind of always been this way, and uh-huh. it's be, it's kind of faded a little bit, and it kind of has research. It's just kind of like the ocean flows. I, but I don't think you big know. cinema is ever gonna die because that's where. Uh, hopefully it doesn't die. If it does, I'm going to be sad. But like, you know, if you see it Tom won't. Cruise, everyone knows Tom Cruise wherever he goes, right? You see Brent Rivera, no one knows who this guy is. Maybe some kids, but like, you know, if he goes into another country, no one's going to know who this who this loser is. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who that is. It's like you've talked about yeah, too, sort yeah. of. Like, it's not real. Like, a lot of these views, it's I not honestly real, yeah. just don't believe are it's real. It's not real, yeah. But you sadly, know, and... like, kids think it's real, and that's where... Uh, I hope TikTok gets banned. <laughs> well, you know, the U.S. has slowly conformed to these things while other countries have kind of stayed away from or, or you know, if you look at Tollywood, like RRR and all these other countries, they still have movie stars and they're still just telling stories about good art, you know. And yeah, the U.S. Yeah. is kind of out here like everything is a brand or everything is like a TikToker. Uh, yeah, right? I don't like it. I and, don't like it. And the government is in support of that as well, unfortunately. Like the government is its own TV show in the United States. It really is. It's not like this in other countries. But oh, the government right. brings like TikTokers to the White House. I mean, I don't like to talk about politics, but it is people talk about it because it's part of the show. It's part of marvel it's like it's like the like the u.s politics universe right and so yeah but the bubble is people are getting tired of it because like now you start like it's you know a foreign film had never really won like the oscars until like recently and now like they're just starting to win like regularly and like rrr came to the united states because it was so big in other countries and people saw it and they're like what's this like this is real art you know and 
people went to go see it and they're like, you know, some people's eyes were opened and some people with me were like, thank God, finally something good to see in the theaters. And, you know, Top Gun and like Whiplash and Miles Teller being in some of these movies is, you know, people have gotten tired of the brand machine in the mm-hmm. U.S. to a degree. Not everyone. Not everyone always will be. not everyone, but yeah. But but the the middle tier movie, and this is this is not my opinion. This is from what I've heard. But from what I've heard, the middle tier movie did not exist for a while. And what I noticed is that that's kind of true. Yeah. And yeah. recently, that has sort of changed. And I am friends with a lot of the people that make these middle tier movies that cost fifteen million, and then make a hundred, and like two hundred people work on them, and then they're all rich. Boom. It's like, and those are starting to come back in the U.S. And like that's. Like that's the stuff that Hollywood is made out of for, you know, for lack of better words. So I think it'll kind of, and I think there's some good that's going to come out of all this AI and stuff because there's going to be people like you and me who have talent and who want to make stuff. And we're going to use this secret weapon that even some of these middle tier movies are not going to use. And we're going to make, like, you know, like people like Corridor are going to come out of the scene and we're going to kind of create the new middle tier and the new yeah. upper tier. And so, you know, it, for the people who can not only, you know, make quality stuff, because at the end of the day, an Ari Alexa is always going to be better than your iPhone with an AI app. And but the people who can use an Ari Alexa and then look at all the AI stuff and be like, hmm, maybe I can do something with that and then combine the best of both, you know. There's just always going to be, it's like, it's like there's always going to be a gas car. You know, they thought years ago that the electric car, there'd only be electric car on the roads in like 2030, you know? So like by now, like half the cars you'd be seeing are electric. And it's like, I still don't see like ever like an electric car. Like ever. Mm, Okay. Right. So, you know, it's. I could be way wrong, right? I could be way wrong. We could be going to the theaters and seeing AI movies in like a couple of years. But I don't think that's the case because those <clears throat> tools are desired by people who don't have skill, right? <laughs> well, it's not only that, but people who want to save money, and that's the that's the reason why I think it's going to be adopted. It's just save money. Yeah. I think that's the main reason. Like I I get from a corporate standpoint, it makes the most sense to adopt AI as fast as possible so you can not pay real humans. Oh, for sure. Or pay less humans. So that I, I see that. But I feel like, like you said, people who will do it for the love of the craft probably won't use it unless it does something better than they could have done. Mm-hmm. So I see that. But like in terms of like just these soulless corporations, I, I think it's going to be everywhere uh as much as yeah, possible sure. without without affecting their income if it affects their profit they're gonna change it or, or do something else but the thing that yeah. i'm i'm worried about is not the i don't think big cinema is gonna be affected by ai like you said if it big is art, yeah yeah if it is they're gonna make sure that it's better or as good as non-ai movies or whatever they decide to use ai for but like the thing that bothers me is when I look at YouTube, have you seen all the like low effort videos where they just use AI generated content? Like, oh, Marvel, but everyone is from the medieval period. And it's just mm-hmm. this, you know, series of images. So like 
I see it affecting just regular content from just regular folks already by people who are just in it to try to get money with as a little effort as possible. It's the new form of drop shipping essentially where instead of selling a product or like selling LUTs, you know, like it's it's just, just making zero effort content. Yeah, zero effort content. And that's that that is kind of crappy because like it's hard enough to compete as it is now. But with that you just can't outproduce someone who's using AI to make videos that that are crappy. Like they're they're not good yeah. right now. But they're just like literally images, right? They're slideshows. Yeah. But like you can't you can't outcompete you know, a bunch of like not everyone's doing it, but like a, a few bad actors just churning out so much content. It's it's really tough to to compete with that. Um, yeah, and here's the reason why I think AI is never really gonna like and stuff like this just doesn't at the end of the day ever work, right? Is everything you just said, but not what you said, but like how you said it. It's that it, we all recognize like there's just this air of the fact that nobody likes it. Right. Like everyone's sort of doing it right now, but nobody really likes it. Mm -hmm. Or a lot of people are doing it. I think people are getting tired of it because those videos are not blowing up as it's yeah. It's hurtful. We don't like this stuff, you know? So it's like, you know, people just know what's good. You know, like Top Gun came out and people were were finally like, thank God. Like we knew it was going to be good, you know, because we knew it was who was working on it. We knew they cared and they were doing it for real. And sure enough, I guarantee you, no AI will ever look as good as the actual flying scenes from Top Gun. Oh, yeah, for sure. Those are all real. (laughs) Those are all real, and it's like the the amount of money and like to assimilate all of those factors and the amount of data sets you'd need is just never going to happen, right? And then we see what AI is, and it's just this cheap like thing that fills a certain void that makes us all feel bad, and we don't like it. And that's why it's not going to do well. Because we just don't like it. It makes us angry. It makes us feel hurt. It makes us feel scammed. Well, there's and at some... the end of the day, we know it's not real. It's going to fool some people, and some people are going to yeah. watch it on TikTok. But it's it's going to be a smaller... Like, look at... Okay, like, here's always my example, too, uh-huh. is, like, the automatic mode on cameras. Uh-huh. It's been around for, like, 50 years now. Still sucks, right? Yes. No it's one really still trash. uses... Automatic. I've never seen anyone use a full automatic. Even on iPhones, yeah. the white, the auto white balance on iPhones is so wow. bad. Like it's hilariously bad, right? Because it. Okay, anytime I film with an iPhone, it's about five hundred to like twelve hundred degrees off. Mm-hmm. When I when I just eyeball it, I'm like five to forty off. And they've been they've been working on auto white balance for like 50, 60 years, right? Mm-hmm. Think of that just as like an example of I mean that's basically AI. Like like auto white balance is basically AI. That's all it is. And it still sucks after like sixty years. I'm still literally ten times better at it as someone who's only been doing this for like a year or two. The problem so that's is that if people put a little bit of effort, it's still I mean, like the Lincoln Park video uses AI. I don't think people were aware, but if you look at it, it's like you see it immediately. <laughs> like, well, like I said, AI sort of looks yeah. like AI, and that's kind of cool sometimes. Like it's you know it's its own art style a little bit. A little bit, um, you can tell because it's it's shifting every frame and trying to 
make it consistent when it's hard. It, it's, it doesn't know what it's doing, so there's always a little bit of off. The, the Linkin Park video, just by looking at it, it's less AI and more Snapchat filter. It is it is pulling that one data set and then just slapping it on. It's using AI in some areas. Um, like here, it, you it can tell because his hair is morphing. Like it's not it's not consistent. Yeah, some of this is like it uses AI. Yeah. Um, saying this is AI is not like I'd actually say this is a cool use for AI. There's clearly a lot of other work that went into this rather than just pushing a button saying. Music video. Yeah, now. obviously, <laughs> you know, they're, you're using AI, but like you said, AI takes a lot of work right now to make it look decent. Yeah. And that this video, like, you'll never be able to push AI and just say, make this video. Like, it would never look as, like, even that good. Yeah, obviously. Because everything's gonna, so intentional. It's not going to be a one one stop solution but i'm saying that ai is going to replace a lot of the human elements you know already already is it's potentially uh, yeah like it, it's it's it just it's just going to happen because it's cheaper like it, it doesn't matter if it's the right decision or not or if it makes a worse product for certain corporations or maybe a lot of them it's just a no-brainer because it's like the self-checkout lanes where um there are a lot of Places closing down because of self checkout lanes because of the massive increase in theft. And mm-hmm. uh, when I when I saw these self checkout lanes, I was like, "Yo, I know <laughs> that it's gonna increase theft. They're gonna lose more money in stolen goods than they are from paying a person to just check out goods at an aisle." And uh, that happened. And I was like, "Man, like, you could tell it was a bad decision, but." corporations still went with it because they thought they could save money by cutting jobs it's not true for all areas for for most you know upper class areas they don't really care about that but other places like i I saw walmart's go out of business have you ever seen a walmart go out of business because of theft no no all right no it's 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 a wild time we live in but i i I don't it's other factors due to it but freaking that's crazy man crazy so i was just like i know that corporations even though this is the wrong decision i know that some corporations are gonna go all in on this um another good example is like fl studios so it's fl you know what that is no what's that it's a it's a daw it's a digital audio workstation so it's kind of like what you make music on Mm -hmm. oh it comes with free loops okay so it comes with all the tools and stuff and like you can just collect like select keys and stuff like like and then there's poor me over here with reaper i have to actually mic every instrument in real life right Mm, okay so take for example why don't all like like fruity loops is basically like free amazing like you can make like with a little bit of know-how like it's not like completely brain dead with a little bit of know-how, you can make amazing trap, rap, and hip-hop beats, right? Mm-hmm. So why are none of those people on SoundCloud famous, but Post Malone is? But Post mm-hmm. Malone started on SoundCloud, right? He was in the same space, but he was the one that succeeded. He even used a random rap generator to make his name, which is pretty fun. <laughs> But why did Post Malone succeed over everyone else? Mm -hmm. The reason is because he's actually really good. 
Mm-hmm. So even though he's probably using all this, he might even be using FL Studios for his songs, but Post Malone understands music theory to a really high depth. He is a masterful guitar player. He's a masterful piano player. He's actually a really good singer. So having that actual skill behind it still is what allows him to steer the ship and make good art. Yeah, Whereas totally. all these people have FL uh, Studios and it all just kind of sounds the same. It has that AI look. Right. Uh, so you're on SoundCloud and all the songs are all the freaking same. Right. It's not like no one doesn't listen to that stuff. Tons of people listen to EDM and trap. I listen to tons of EDM and trap, but I listen from listen to it from good artists where I'm actually able to listen to it and say, this has a really good feel. That That is true. But there's also a lot of bad artists that are pretty popular. So I, there are some. Yes. Yeah. So I, 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 I see I see what you're saying. I think the takeaway is that AI won't prevent the people who are really good from succeeding because they'll succeed no matter what. Mm-hmm. They'll stand out. They'll stand out no matter what. Uh, I think it won't necessarily make bad people succeed, but it will. I I, I think what it's going to do is going to create a lot more garbage. So I think. Uh, an example I, I'm thinking of is when back in the day when you made a video game, you had to have, go through a publisher, and so the titles were pretty limited. Like you, self-publishing wasn't a thing, and indie games weren't as big. But with uh, it becoming more accessible, you see so much shovelware released on on PC, especially. Yeah, and it's it's like they're not going to do well, like you said. Uh, a lot of them won't do well. Some of them do well because of content creators and stuff. But sure, I think it just increases the amount of garbage. That's yeah. Uh, like look at the amount yeah. of like Unreal Engine games you yeah. know that are on Steam, <laughs> yeah. right? And then look at yeah. Deep Rock, right? It's yeah. this handcrafted game that looks visually worse than all of them, right? Well, I don't, I don't think it looks worse, but I know what you're saying. Like in terms of like the actual visual fidelity, it, it, yeah. it's not as good. But I like the, I like the visual aesthetics of Deep Rock. I think it's right. Kind of that's because it's style. Yeah, it's style. It's style. Art. Yeah, it doesn't have it's max polygons. Art. Yeah, yeah. And that's what AI is going to be. It's just going to be this like quality button with no art, right? I I think it's, it's just, just going to produce garbage. I think there's just yeah, going to be more loud garbage. Gun. Yeah, that's that's what I'm mostly worried about is just the sheer amount of trash that's going to be generated and flooding the internet and just make it worse to wade through you know and just yeah it will a little bit unfortunately but you know i think maybe this is just an idea of something i haven't thought of but you know you might start seeing more mediums pop up or or just like ai free mediums is that what there might (laughs) There might be like some form of like yeah. some level of like segregation where like people know where to find the good stuff mm. because like they're sick. Like they just want to know like, where do I find the good stuff? Right. Yeah. Like yeah. what part of YouTube do I go to, to or, not see this crap? Or maybe the, they will adopt the algorithms to make the trash less visible. Yeah. Cause that's also steam marketplace does. You don't really see every game released on it. Like, yeah. visibility is a problem on Steam even for good games my prediction yeah. is that and this is sort of happening already but my prediction is they're going to have more 
again, this is a good and a bad thing, but it's mm-hmm. good for the reason that we're talking about currently. There's going to be more streaming services and more websites. Corridor has their own website now. If you uh-huh. want to watch Corridor yeah. for what it really is, like uh-huh. you, I subscribe to their website personally. It's great. Um, I don't watch them on YouTube anymore. I just watch them on their Wait, website. What Daily do they Wire. use to host their videos? Is it like they, Vimeo or their own their own server? It's their own thing. Wow. It's their own server. Okay. They don't even. And, uh, okay. Yeah, like Daily Wire used to be on YouTube. It's like a big conservative. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I don't know. Just put short, it's like a right-wing outlet, which I do sort of like sometimes. It's okay. at least entertaining. And like now they have their own website rather than doing everything on YouTube. Um, so that's a big thing that you're seeing. And, you know, we talked about how much like, you know, if X amount of people actually give you money versus trying to get just money off of views. So people like me are like, you know, we think about it like, oh, five bucks a month, that's not that much money. Yeah, sure, I'll subscribe to your website. That is like so much more money than they were ever getting out of me from views probably, right? Yeah, you, they and get like less, millions less of than people a subscribe. of a penny for every time you watch a yeah. video, yeah. Yeah, and millions yeah. of people subscribe to the Corridor website. They're making like way more money than they ever did, right? Also another, so, I, I want that because like instead of being prisoner to the platform, you can make what you want because that's why the people came to see you. Whereas exactly. if the like YouTube decides your videos are no longer relevant, then you have to change your content to fit whatever YouTube wants you to make. So that's oh, that sure. valuable. Yeah. Anyways, I like that. I, I want more platforms because competition is good. Yeah. It's yeah. going to go to the- more stuff's going to go to theaters. More stuff's going to go to people's <laughs> websites. We might even see like, um, another YouTube at some point. Uh, I'm wondering where all the where all the gun people are going to go right now. I, I saw YouTube, it, yeah, yeah, YouTube's killing all the gun creators yeah. right now, like really hard. I saw Andrew Tate push Rumble. That made me chuckle a little bit. <laughs> uh, who's the guy? I don't like watching him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That does gun videos. Uh, Grantham. I was super- I, okay. So I watch gun stuff. With I watch. Uh huh. Okay, yeah, I watch gun stuff, but I watch really, really small gun creators or, like, at least really niche. Like, they'll get good views, but, like, no one's really heard of them in real life. Uh, yeah, like, the big ones I've seen are, like, Demolition Ranch. Uh, yeah, them. Brandon uh, These guys all get, like, a million to, like, three or four million views. This is Grantham's views right here. He has three million subscribers. Okay, and each one of these videos is at least, like, 20 minutes long. This one is... An hour and it got two million views, one million views. It's crazy. Three million views, uh-huh. three million, three million, three million, two million, two. And this is like, like once a week. Like, so gun videos get huge views on YouTube, like actually huge, like way more than most things. Um, it's crazy. Oh, and I didn't even know that. And they're like banning all of them right now. So I'm like, where are all the gun people going to go? Because that's a lot of people that watch that, and there's a decent number of creators. If all of these gun people moved at the same time, I wonder what happened. Mm. I really do. I think everyone at this point would follow them. If PSR said, I'm moving to uh, whatever, I'd be like, all right, bro, I'm making an account right now. Kick. <laughs> they all go to kick? Yeah, I don't know. Something. Yeah. So, yeah, like some of the platforms are even starting to suck. Like TikTok, like my TikTok friends are like giving up. They're all becoming Twitch streamers. Mm. 
I mean, you make money. <laughs> then at least. Yeah. 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 A lot of these TikTokers with yeah. like, uh, like five, 10, 20, 30 million subscribers, they're moving to Twitch and getting like a hundred or 200 viewers that are very, very loyal from mm. their platform that are gifting like hundreds of subs and they're making more money than they ever did. That's good for them. Right. Quality always wins, right? If mm -hmm. you can. Quality, authenticity, and like, like, look how many coffee companies are out there. You know, these small coffee companies, you know? Mm -hmm. Look which one ended up doing the best in the last five, six years. Uh, Black Rifle. <laughs> That's is what that people actually, wanted. Is it actually good coffee or because of the guns? It's because it's of the brand and the people behind it. Okay, all right. It's it's good though too. That is a reason. It is good, right? It's a combination of all. I don't know. Things. I haven't tasted it, so I've seen it though. I've seen it. I've actually seen it. So I was like, wow, this is uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of neat. It's, it's really good. Yeah, and it's good because they you know put effort in. You know, mm -hmm. they actually do the their commercials are actually made by the corridor guys as well. No, oh, okay, that's hilarious. That's one way corridor makes money. Mm. Um. Yeah, so like quality always wins. Like authentic and genuine and skilled people always win. At the end of the day, that's always the factor, right? Yeah. You no, know, like as someone who still hasn't really made it in film, um, even though I haven't like pulled a connection, you know, like necessarily, which I have some, and I've, I've, I'm starting to toss around the idea of being like, all right, guys, you know, uh, and and pulling a connection. Just having the work that I have and people just knowing me for my personality and just not trying to puff myself up, but like as an honest example, you know, I got that text that's like from another country and mm -hmm. they, they open this group text group, group chat with like a bunch of their colleagues or whatever. And they're like, this is the guy we're looking for. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, how did you guys find me? <laughs> you know? And it's yeah, like, yeah. they're looking for a specific thing, you know? And, and they want a guy that can do it, you know, reliably. They don't mm -hmm. want some AI. They want some guy they can just say, like, hey, man, we're doing this. Can you show up on set and film it? Like, reality always wins. Like, that's what people are doing. You know, there's garbage in, garbage out. Some people are going to make some money, but it's less people than you think. I know how many people are successful on TikTok. I mean, rem we remember when that Twitch thing got leaked about, like, how much people made, and it was, like, only the top like 2000 made barely anything and only like the top couple hundred made like a decent wage. And it's, then like the top five were super rich. Yeah. Content creation is not a profitable business at all. It's all a scam. It's a pyramid scam almost. Yeah, nearly. Yeah. It really pretty much is. And I got nothing wrong with pyramid schemes, to be honest, other than the fact that a lot of times they're a lie. Oh, <laughs> or that they, they lie to you. Yeah. Like, uh -huh. like like there's some stuff that I buy, there's some brands I use and they have kind of a, a pyramid scheme thing going on, but they're transparent about it. Like, it's just like, and all the people that use it are like, yeah, use my code. They're like, you know, if you don't like it, that's fine. They're like, but if you use it, I'll get some money. It's like, okay. Um, like the protein company I use does that. Uh -huh. And it's like, they're not trying to scam anyone into like buying their protein. Um, but I make like, like all my friends who buy it, like they buy it because they like it, but they are like under my account or whatever. And so, like every month, I make like uh, like a couple hundred bucks or something like that. Oh, nice. And I don't do I don't do anything. It's like 
none of those people are buying it thinking they're going to be rich. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I got nothing wrong with it. Uh, that's a rabbit trail. But yeah, nothing wrong with it so long as you're not like, oh, buy my thing and you'll be rich. Like, mm-hmm. like Andrew Tate. <laughs> yeah, like people, you know, like uh, like with my, I think it's called my protein. Oh. Like with my protein, people who usually... Usually the people who recommend my protein are like the most based people in the gym. They like are really straight up. They're like, you got to eat less if you want to like lose weight. They're like, this is how, this is like calories in, calories out. Like here's a like lifting program. You have to follow us, stay consistent. And then they're like, this protein brand is good because there's like, it's, it's straightforward. Uh, like if you use my code, I'll get some money. Uh, it's like, you don't, you don't even need protein. So anyways, but you know, a lot of it's a scam content and everything it, it sure is this is mostly a scam yeah i can't tell you how many like one of the one of the things i get like recommendations for all the time is courses for video uh-huh. like these videographer courses and so many people in the in the last few years have gotten into videography because of a, a few specific people and I sort of did too, but I was like not really trying to become a videographer. I was wanting to make movies. And so all of these people got into videography because of full-time filmmaker by Parker Walbeck and all these people. And like, if you do research on Parker Walbeck, he made most of his videography money off of working for someone else's YouTube channel for one year. And then the next year he did most of his money off of weddings and then a little bit of money off of real estate and then like a small percentage off of everything else. He basically made like a hundred K and he was still at the top of the pyramid then for what existed. And then he made this course and now he makes millions of dollars off of this course, Mm. like five, 20, $30 million. And now he just makes videos on this course. And you know, so thousands of people have bought this course. And from what I've seen, basically, is that most, like the vast majority of these people do not succeed. Mm-hmm. And his answer to that is, well, um, it's either not meant to be, or like most of these people that are trying to succeed are not really trying. They're just watching YouTube videos on how to succeed, which I don't think is true at all. I think a lot of these people are actually trying. Yeah. But the reality is, is he's, he markets a lot of these videos or like his course kind of portrays that like, here's how you shoot all these different kinds of videos that you can make money on. And really the only one Uh, you can make money on reliably uh, is like not interviews, not real estate, depending on where you live, real estate can work. Um, but you have to live in a fairly, fairly rich area, I think uh, to only, or like a very populated area, uh, like, like some popular part of Texas or like LA is weddings. Like if you don't do weddings, like you can't make it at all. Like having a commercial company that succeeds, there's like probably like five people who have succeeded from all of these film courses in commercial video. Everyone I know does weddings. (laughs) Yeah. And most of those people succeed off of those commercial work from like three clients, like three Mm -hmm. really big clients. Like that is not great. Like, like odds, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of a scam. Now I bought some of those courses just kind of figuring that 
I would make my money back. I did. Um, I made my money back on those courses in like a week. Uh, and they're not cheap. Like one of them I bought Parker's was, it's a thousand dollars. And so, uh, my logic was, which he says this in his videos. So he's not lying and I don't fault him, but it is, it is still like scummy a little bit. Right. He's like, you make your money back. And if you do one video, right. Mm-hmm. And I did, but like your consistency with making money off of videography is crap. It's so low. Yeah. So like, will you shoot that one video? Probably. Can you make a full career out of it and actually become a full-time filmmaker? Like, odds are no. So I don't really care because I'm trying to become a filmmaker that shoots movies or has my own thing shooting my own movies, which I'm sort of doing a little bit right now, more or less. Traveling the country um, with certain groups. Um. So I'm kind of just playing it out, but I'm on a different path. But yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's rough. It's rough how much out is out there. That's like, feels like a lie. You know, mm-hmm. AI is yeah. like kind of a part of that. And then people, people try to succeed and then they can't. And they're like, I guess I'll just go get a nine to five. Like I tried. It's like, no, man, if you just had recognized that you just got to do it for real. <laughs> if you just recognized, if you want to be a real full-time filmmaker, you got to go make movies that are in theaters. You know? Yeah, yeah. Easier said than done, of course. Yeah, that's back to the statement of, like, only real cinema is in theaters. What they really mean by that, I think that was, like, Scorsese or something like that. Tarantino, maybe? What he means by that is that, like, that's the people that make money. (laughs) Like, if you want a job, like, all the other stuff doesn't really matter. Uh, Like, that's more reliable. Anyways, I'm going to return to chat. That was an interesting right. conversation. Yeah, that could have been a podcast. Yeah, there you go. You can you can Just clip use it. the VOD. <laughs> yeah. All right. A VOD on AI and art. And, uh, and then I'll use AI to generate a video for it. <laughs> yeah, use AI to generate a video for this and do all the yeah. captions so you yeah. don't have to. Oh, I think YouTube already. I don't think they use AI, but their auto transcriber is atrocious. It's so bad. Yeah. I don't know Have you seen the, some where like yeah. people do it manually and they'll put like funny stuff? Uh yeah, yeah. I heard that having accurate subtitles doesn't impact view count at all for the larger channels. So I wonder, wonder what happens if you just put in fake funny text for the entire video. I wonder if that's like a new meta. Um, I don't know. The the subtitles I like, which I don't use them, but I think it's uh-huh. funny, is the dude that does... Talking about the animal videos? Um, the cooking ones? That's the only one no, I can think of where he has funny subtitles. I haven't seen that. Okay. The guy that does primitive technology, PrimTech. The PrimTech dude, his videos have no talking because it's really relaxing. Oh. But I accidentally put on... Okay. Subtitles? Uh, subtitles once and so when he shows the camera stuff sometimes sometimes when you're watching it normally you're just kind of like you don't know what he's doing and then it sort of pans out you're like oh but if you turn on subtitles it will actually explain like what's going on so like i see like i'm looking at it now it says ordinary clay and then he says here i'm making the pot and then he says i'm sun drying it not firing it and then he'll hold up like this little rock and he'll say like the subtitle said like bacterial iron deposit it's like, I didn't know what the heck that was. 
Okay, alright. I didn't even know. I don't think I watched this channel before. Oh yeah, this is the, the legit OG one. There's so many like fake Yeah, dude, there's so many fakes. He, he's uh, this one, one but this is the real, real one. Yeah, okay. This is the OG. You can he actually just hit the Iron Age after like a few years. Nice. And it's really cool. Um He came up with a book that I want to get. Uh the Primtech book. Um, I feel like we're gonna need it. <laughs> yeah, you know, remember it's like how I said, like have the stormtrooper run through a field and smack a bunch of like uh, weeds. Yeah, the the stuff that this guy does that like shows the other channels are fake is like he builds his own bow and arrow and like he shoots the arrows, you know, and so like he's really accurate. Like you'll never see another like fake from tech channel. Like actually shoot like a you'll see them make the bow and then see it's this clearly the same bow and then shoot the arrows accurately. Like yeah, over time. Actually, now that you know, I didn't know they were fake, but now that I I know, when you actually watch them build, they don't show a lot of anything, to be honest. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's all like proof by comparison, you know. So it's you know a lot of people went and saw Top Gun and had their eyes kind of reopened. They're like, oh yeah, this is what it's like having a movie that's actually real and really good. I don't want to watch any more Marvel movies. No, I, I'm <laughs> I stopped after Avengers. I, uh, they put so much money into Ant-Man and, uh, from my sources, you know how much money the new Ant-Man movie lost, uh, opening three weeks? Quantumania? Yeah. I heard that got pretty bad reviews. Yeah, you know how much money it lost? I don't know how much. 750 million. Oh, ouch. That's not... In total. So they put in, like, a billion into the film? Uh, yeah, they put, like... That's about how much they put into it. So then the final loss, I think, is 550 or 525. Oh, my God. It lost a half a billion dollars. See, I'm telling you, it's the, the, ma- the Matrix is falling apart. Breathe air. No, but for real. Like, people are like, this sucks. I want Top Gun 3. You know? And I went to see it with a bunch of my casual consumer friends, and they're like, dang, that really was trash. And they're like, you're, you're you know, the stuff wow. you've been saying recently, like, you're right. Even if like, the casuals say it's bad, you know it's bad. <laughs> My most casual friend, who's who loves to joke that he's a casual consumer, and when he's joking, he's sort of serious. He was like, "Man, that was bad." He's like, "That was." He's like, "I had two funny moments, and the rest was just so lame." Marvel has been making garbage though lately. Like, I mean, high budget garbage, but still garbage. Yeah, well, it got taken over by the machine. It, it doesn't even look good because I saw like the CG they were using and it looked like it was low budget CG. I don't know because I haven't seen the film, but from the, the it's stills. It's not low budget CG. It's just, just bad it's CG. It's like the equivalent of using AI. Yeah, it's just bad. It's okay. just bad skill. They need a real artist in there to do it. They don't under. So you can have all this power at your fingertips, but if you don't understand, uh, like matching lighting between your you, like your the person's face and like the background and actually just how to do that and like have that skill it's gonna look like crap doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you throw like 500 million dollars at okay. a bunch of artists you know yeah 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 i so don't they, did they, they even use af for that film because i feel like it looks so bad that i was like i would believe if they use af for that i don't think they did because it looks intentional that's it it's still like looks really bad <laughs> like what like, like AI does yeah. things that f- feel random, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, like yeah. 
but like this, this movie, everything looks intentionally so placed. So, who, so there's someone bad. to blame for this. There's a human being to blame for this. All of them, dude. Oh, all yeah, of them, all except them. poor Paul Rudd, who's a good actor. Yeah. Back in time, oh, for talking on Marvel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now the movie is like it's so bad. They even make like all these. Dude, the political statements in the movie are rough too. Like it's like normally I don't care, you know. Really, it doesn't bother me, but it's really bad in this movie. They basically try to make Paul Rudd. Um, I don't remember his Ant-Man, character's yes, name. Ant Man. Ant Man. I don't know what the dude's name is, but Ant Man. They try to make Ant Man. Yeah, we're talking about Ant Man Quantumania. They try to make Paul Rudd's character look like an idiot for no reason, and like he's wrong, and like everything he ever did is a joke. And his daughter is saying, like, at least I'm still trying to help, and she's like. I guess she got arrested and she's like, yeah, it was like a peaceful protest. And it's like, there's, there's she's saying all these buzzwords. Oh, okay. And they're, but they're trying to make her look right, you know, in the I movie. See. And we were all just cringing and like the, the theater was laughing out loud in these scenes. <laughs> like there were so many scenes in the movie that were supposed to be serious and everyone laughed. Like it's the writing was so bad. Like the whole movie could have been avoided if anyone had sat down for like yes, five minutes. Uh, Captain said it well. He said, "I hate the idea they need to bring other characters up by tearing established characters down, like She-Hulk." And She-Hulk, yeah, She-Hulk, Captain Marvel, it. yeah, Ant-Man. All of them are doing it. And the new, the new Black Panther is the only one that didn't. If they did, people would have like gone to Disney World and like burned everything to the ground. They couldn't have gotten away with it. Um, but actually, no, they did. They did because they 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 tore down Iron Man in that movie. They just didn't mm-hmm. tear down Black Panther, because some girl at her college dorm made something that's like a thousand times better than Iron Man with like zero skill. She made the Iron Heart. I guess that's what's called the Iron Heart suit. So dumb. So yeah, Iron Man lost like AI. crazy money. Three <laughs> D yeah, printed. Apparently. That. They may apparently the movie The Marvels has been made, but it's been delayed for two years now. If no one remembers, they announced oh, that The Marvels was wait. coming out. Didn't it come like, out already? No. No. Oh, I'm thinking of the Eternals. Eternals. No, yeah, they announced terrible. that yeah. Marvels would come out like 2021, and then apparently it was finished by spring oh, of like 2022. Is, is that the one with uh, all the all the female Marvels together? Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and then Black Lady from uh, the uh WandaVision. Okay. And so um yeah, and then that was supposed to come out also this month and then it got delayed till November. It's com- it's a finished movie and then they they slated uh Quantumania for the release of this to distract everyone basically is how it looks. And I'm guessing the movie's completely finished and it's so bad because I heard that they were doing reshoots um from some sources that there are some reshoots underway, which means that mm-hmm. it was so bad that they're like, what do we do? <laughs> okay. Even with releasing Ant-Man with how bad it is, this is so bad. They don't even want to release it. Look at like what happened with DC. Did you hear how that, like the new guy got in charge of DC? Oh, James. And Dunn. they were going to no, no, some guy got they got a new CEO for Warner Brothers, and he oh for Warner Bros. All right, he burned oh. so much DC stuff to the ground. 
Uh, if you remember, he he vaulted uh, Batgirl. That was supposed to come out in theaters. Oh, I heard that was bad though, like really bad. Or was it? Well, that's the point. Yeah. What what he what they're saying is is that you know, and like what we're observing is that they were about to come out with all, with all this woke stuff from like DC and uh-huh. um, like uh, you know Warner Brothers properties, and he became, I guess, president and saw these projects, and he was like, oh my god, these are so bad. And they're all just like politics. He said, we need to just vault these. They're so bad. We don't, we can't even release this. Hmm. Um, that's like what is expected is going on. And then he brought in James Gunn is like, we need to reset the DC timeline and we need to like fire everybody like from everything. Um, hasn't happened to Disney or like anywhere else yet, but apparently it's happening at Warner brothers. And I'm guessing they're sort of like soft resetting the DC timeline because he probably figured like, well, this like Snyder thing is like kind of good. So like, let's keep this rolling, but let's like, you know, soft reset. You know, it's not quite there. So let's keep this franchise going, but everything else, let's burn it to the ground. Uh, I think he vaulted like 20 something titles. What? 20? Yeah, like shows and movies, like oh, a, a crazy too. amount. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know I of any of any other movie other than Batgirl. There were way more. Wow. Okay. There was like another Suicide Squad film. Um, there was supposed to be like like oh Wonder Woman. Other... The third Wonder Woman film was so bad that they canceled it. Okay. Yeah. That or one they too. denied they denied the green light for it. Yeah, some of them, yeah. most of them, like, at least half they had already made. The Wonder Woman 2 was so bad, dude. <laughs> you don't know anyone yeah. who likes that movie, like, genuinely. Yeah, and when he did that, actually, myself was like, whoa, what are you doing, man? But, like, now hearing that all the stuff he, like, burned that we're finding out now through small channels and stuff is that it was all just like political stuff. You know, it's, it's mm. like the stuff you're seeing. Okay. So he's like, God, no, <laughs> we can't release this. He's like, if we release this, you know, if we release four of these bad movies, then if we make four good movies, people are not going to watch until, you know. Okay. So like right now, basically what we've noticed is if you release a horrible movie, and then you release a good movie, people won't watch the next one. So if you release four bad ones in a row, then there's like a cool down. People won't watch the four next movies. Wow. I I didn't even hit that because after Endgame, I just stopped watching, period. <laughs> I didn't wait for the bad movies. I just stopped watching. Yeah. What happened with Star Wars? Like, like we saw the first two and they were bad. Oh so then we didn't God. watch the next two. And then they made two good shows. Dude, so we watched last, two next shows. Dude, have you still haven't watched the last Skywalker, right? Or what's the what's the last movie called again? I don't even remember. The The Rise of Skywalker. Right, dude, have you seen it yet? I haven't. I no, well, I'm saving it okay. for when we all meet together in real life. Oh, so no, you guys can have my No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be all anger, it's gonna be all rage. Like, what is this? What is this? I'll, so I'll just laugh. We will we'll just enjoy tearing it down because okay. I normally don't do that. Okay. I hate doing that. I really uh-huh. do. Um, really do. I don't like really? talking bad about stuff. It makes me no, feel alive I, when I do it. <laughs> I can't stand it. Like uh-huh. I really don't typically enjoy it. Like, I don't do it publicly, I mean, I, but you know, 
privately. No, I mean, mm-hmm. I find it funny from like some other people. It's like why I enjoy the like pointy hat cast. Like oh. it's funny from some people and like, you know, but I don't typically do that. Mm-hmm. Like even having seen Ant-Man, I tried to point out the moments I really liked. Mm-hmm. Like I still try because I know that there's going to be someone on that that their their heart and soul was in it and their true, life has a true. full story. I mean, it's, you know, like, it's not their fault or anything. It's, you know, it's sure. out of their hands. So we, I, I recognize look, it's, that. Yeah. But fun, sometimes it's fun just to sit down and watch oh. something and be like, this is just bad. Like, yeah, this, this sucks. Is, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, what happened yeah. here? And just and just make the entertainment that, you know. Um, even if it's, like, good, you know, like, look at, like, Never Gonna Give You Up by, like, Rick Astley. It's a joke, oh. but it's a good song. Yeah, it is. <laughs> We all know it's a good song. We like to trash on it as a meme, but it's like I like you know. it unironically. I like the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, I think it's really romantic. <laughs> Definitely. Like for real, like if you think about it. Oh, I was at my we when we were down in Georgia for the last trip. Um I guess last week. It's been a long week. Um my friend was downstairs and my speaker was downstairs playing a bunch of eighties music. And uh, I texted him. I was, I was upstairs and I texted him. I said, it's time. And then he texted back and he said, for what? And then I put on careless whisper. <laughs> and like said, it's a full volume. <laughs> uh, he just said back a bunch of laughing emojis. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're at this Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Quick funny story since we're just going to keep doing Tennessee goodbyes. We were at the Airbnb. Uh, I, we were all being idiots and like making faces at like all the mirrors and stuff. Like joking that there were hidden cameras. And I said, you know what? I know how to check for hidden cameras. Let's do that. And so I went over to like the little, I don't know what it is, like thermostat. Yeah, it's a thermostat. And so I took my phone camera and I turned on the light on my phone and I got it just at the perfect angle because I know how to do this. And I ran it around the thermostat and sure enough, there's a hidden camera in the thermostat. Hmm. And so we unplugged the internet (laughs) because we found more hidden cameras. And the lady, it's an old lady, she texts the person who rented the Airbnb and his name is Mark. And she misspells his name as Narc. <laughs> Total accident, I'm sure. And says, hello, Mr. Narc. Uh, I, I've noticed that the internet is down. And I would like to inform you that I have scheduled an appointment for someone to come check on it tomorrow around noon. And uh, uh, she said something, something else. And then said, I'm sure that the internet is as important to you as it is to me. Hmm. And we're like, this lady is creepy, dude. And so we texted back and said, we won't be here at this time. We appreciate that, you know, we don't have any strangers in the house as our belongings are here. Thank you. And just every text from this person was like that. It was so like gaslighty, like your your pleasure is my pleasure. It's like, this is so weird. Like we found hidden cameras in the mirrors and in the thermostat and like near the TV. It's like this is so goofy, bro. <laughs> I, I get it though from a renter renter's perspective. You don't want 
property damage or theft and you want evidence but hopefully it wasn't in the the bathrooms or bedrooms because that's kind of i didn't check there okay because if there were that's kind of all right yeah i'm pretty sure that's illegal but how many hidden cameras captain s uh i don't remember exactly at least like a few Okay, makes sense. If I were to rent a property, I heard too many horror stories, and I would definitely have hidden cameras everywhere if I could. Oh, I would not. Yeah, I would you never wouldn't? put hidden cameras. Oh, no, I would. I would. That's I would tell crazy, them. Man. I would tell them there's cameras. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. I guess that's that's a little better. But like, they didn't tell us. Okay, that's kind of sucks. Because what if you worse. walked around like naked or something? Like you need to know so you don't do that. Yeah, the legalities are a little goofy as well, but, like, I just would not put cameras in the house. I would simply not. This is, Actually, this would make yeah. me feel a little better as well, uh-huh. but, like, the house was huge, and the house was nice, but none of the furniture was. Mm, like, okay. the air conditioning and stuff, like, wasn't. And it, it makes me feel bad to say this a little bit, but, like, it's just kind of weird having hidden cameras, but, like, the beds aren't that nice. They're, like, the cheapest beds and like the cheapest lamps and it's wow. like you spent all this money on your cameras but not on like you like i have one blanket and it's not that nice they're doing really it to make money that. they're doing it to make but money yeah obviously like if i had hidden cameras it would be because all that to say if i hadn't hidden cameras it would be because that the place is nice <laughs> oh so you're yeah. saying that you know, you're saying it's not worth even stealing for a okay i got you bro well, I don't know. It's yeah. just like okay. I wouldn't say this really to anybody else. All right, but like I know you well enough that like I think you just sort of get what I'm saying. Yeah. Just like yeah. as like a like from a logical standpoint, that's kind of something that crossed my mind. I see. I see. Yeah, you, you do make some sense there. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I, you could see if someone did something to your nice table. It's like, yeah, but it's you know. it's just like like wh- like what's somebody gonna do? Like. Again, I'm just thinking logically. I feel bad saying it, but it's like it, it crossed my mind. Ah, it it might also be like they don't want you bringing in extra guests too. That could be it too. Uh, there's a lot. Well, that of, was I I don't know part of it. Yeah, I think, but I don't know. I can't I can't run through the mind of uh, a renter that might not be thinking logically. They might be running off of superstition or you know. Uh, some harebrained idea, but well, yeah. I can understand that they they said they had have they've had problems in the past, mm-hmm. but I never, I don't know. I guess like you know, it makes sense if you've had problems in the past with something, you try to be more careful totally. in the future. Oh uh, yeah, I, I watched the video on some guy who's you know I watched these small dudes who try to make their own businesses. And he had so many bad experiences that uh, he recommended some guidelines to, uh, depends on which area you're living in, but he was living in a bad area. So he was saying stuff like, ask for photo identification up front. (laughs) I was like, that's kind of extreme. I never, if someone asked me to give them photo ID for Airbnb, I wouldn't go there. But uh, like he he did it and he asked for like a deposit. And all that sort of stuff. So I guess it depends on the area you, you live in. Yeah, they mentioned that they'd have problem with parties, which I could understand because mm-hmm. it was such a big house oh, um, okay. and it had like That's a pool. Probably it then, yep. Like but parties. like, you gotta always like treat people <laughs> as their own people, right? Because 
had they just walked over and just met us in person, they would have just seen that it's a bunch of 20-year-olds that look like hippies with, like, a couple film cameras here to film a Bible conference. And they just need a place to sleep and, like, you know, like, it's like, you know. Yeah. Like, you yeah. just got to give people their own I, chance. I think they probably just view everyone as a, as a menace and they're just trying to get your money. I, I think that's probably the general mentality of you know some some people who are doing like rental stuff i guess yeah i don't know i think we should have just brought her like dessert one day oh yeah probably yeah it's like here some pie because we thought that they actually live like next door to that airbnb Mm -hmm. i should have done that i should have brought her like dessert Mm, like hi next time i'm your neighbor yeah next time dude next time yeah The one rule I never like oh. anywhere is like never being able to have like defense, like arms, which this is a whole nother discussion, but not specifically like, I'm not talking just about like movie theaters, like not being able to take a gun into a movie theater. Um, that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like, like camping places mm-hmm. where it's like you, you rent like a park to camp. It's like in the middle of nowhere. You know? Gotcha. I've gone to places where it's like way out in the middle of nowhere and like you rent like a whole campground. Like you and your friends go there and they're like, you can't have a knife. It's like, <laughs> like, uh, like who am I going to hurt with it? It's like no one's here but me. You know? A bear. I don't know. Cocaine bear. Yeah, I don't know. Mainly campgrounds is basically what I was thinking of, but just like other stuff, mm. like you can't have you can't you know not just like self defense stuff, but you can't have these random things. It's like why, why not? Like you can't have a pickup truck; you can only have a car at this campground. That is super weird, but okay. Like it's like, is like is there a reason? It's like, yeah. oh, there's a bridge. Is it going to exceed the weight limit? No. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> it's like stuff I've seen before. Mm. It's like, what is... <laughs> it's like, no van, only car. Can't have 10 plus years of martial arts experience. Yep. Yeah, dude, it's like stuff like that, really, to be honest. Like, what are you... T- like, what is this? Allowing pets is always the one that I'm, I'm kind of mixed on. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when it comes to like restaurants. Just eat your pet and problem solved. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Cause like it makes sense. Cause only the people like the theory is that if it's a pet friendly restaurant, then only pet friendly people will show up. Right. That is definitely not true, but yeah. But that's not what uh, happens uh, because mm-hmm. like my coffee shop that I go to, it's pet friendly. And for the most part, I'm not allergic to animals, but I'm allergic to some, and I don't know which ones they are. Um, but like some dogs will make me not be able to breathe that well. So sometimes people will bring in a dog, like oh that's cool, the dog, and I'll pet him. It's like fine. And sometimes you know I'm trying to work at my coffee shop, and it's like somebody will bring a dog in, and I can't breathe, and I'm like trying to work. It's like I guess I'll go home and work now. Hmm. 
there's like no real practical way around it. It's like, well, I'm, I'm glad they're able to bring their dog here. It's like, but now I like this place and I'm allergic to your dog. So now I have a problem. You know, just eat the dog. <laughs> just eat the dog. Oh, there you go. There you go. Hey, yeah. For the for the people who really like that restaurant, but are allergic to dogs, what do you do? Mm, Captain says there was a girl with some kind of kink pretending to be a dog. Acted surprised when asked to leave. There's an actual. Yeah, there's uh, schools in my area that are trying to. Or certain people are trying to, like, not protest, but um, petition. That's the word I'm looking for. Petition for essentially animal-type accommodations for people who identify as animals. What? At a elementary school. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's real. Gosh, wait, is that... Did you link the video about the... Oh, wow. <laughs> the human dog, yeah. This is a collie dog, and I'm getting ahead of my surgery. It's, so it's like, like sort of actually a good costume. Video, why it did is. I want to it's make- a pretty darn good costume, except for the eyes. But um, clearly, it's a human because the back paws are underneath their kneecaps. So when they move, it looks super awkward. I want to know the answer to the question that we're all asking. I want to know what this person looks like. Oh, uh, I think it's in Japan. It's like, I think he's a salary man. Is he out of his mind or, sorry, I shouldn't have said it that way. Or is he doing this as like just a way to make money and like, no, I think it's it's a kink. Because he is ashamed to show his actual identity. He never revealed his true identity. He he never, I was just Or actually, I don't, I forgot if his higher identity was linked or I mean his real identity was linked, but he doesn't show his real identity anywhere. Uh, I think they go over how his channel does non-dog related stuff. But it seems like he, if it was just for money, I would, if you're just, I, I don't know. I feel like it you can't would just be, It yourself. can't be just for money. I feel like it's a kink. This is a higher effort I was thinking of, yes. Yeah. The, like, yeah. The, the, like when people like costume as animals, there's something really Maybe it's just me, but there's something really off-putting about it. And I think there's something. You mean furries? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, That's not yeah. necessarily what I was thinking of. Um, oh, I was thinking of furries. I'm sorry. I but this taste. <laughs> I was thinking of something else kind of specifically, but like. Okay, all right. The fascination of people not like not being people is um, not good, mm. I don't think. I always get a strange feeling about it. It's that uncanny valley feeling. It does. It does. Yeah. I think that uncanny valley feeling is something that's, I think that's there for a reason. Yeah. Like you shouldn't do this. (laughs) Well, I think there's a historical thing to that a little bit. Hmm. Um, 
I don't know enough about this. There's some people that are that know a lot about this, uh, that have done a lot of research and specialize in some of these areas. But uh, for those for those Bible readers around here, uh, there's certain parts of biblical history where there were other entities that were human-like potentially, but not entirely human. And so, I think, and people who aren't even scripture-based have found that the uncanny valley feeling is is a bit of a sense that is the equivalent of a warning. It's a warning sense. Most people agree that is is a feeling of a warning sense. And so the question you have to ask yourself is, is something falling into that feeling or is that feeling for that? You know what I mean? Mm, okay. I think a lot of times when you get that feeling, I would trust that feeling that probably what you're looking at is maybe not good. And there's exceptions like Polar Express. We just get that feeling because it just, it sort of falls into that feeling. Maybe. Uh, but a lot of times when you, we see people who dress up as animals or something like that, or, and not in the furry way, but I'm thinking of uh, something different that I see sometimes that I don't want to particularly call out because I know people who do it. Okay. Um, but it's, you get that feeling and I don't think it's like, they're they're happening happening to hit the ping pong ball where it is. I think they're they're really hitting the ping pong ball. <laughs> like that's not you're not supposed to do that. And we know it. And it gives them some kind of adrenaline rush or you know, you you know, you get the they like to ride that, you know, it fascinates them or something. Um I could be wrong, this is just what I think. Mm, okay. I'm not curious enough to really learn any more about it. So if I offend anyone, uh, I don't care that much. Gotcha, gotcha. But it's just, I've seen some stuff before and then I get the uncanny valley feeling. I'm like, I wonder if that's like correct. I wonder if that feeling is telling me, hey, dude, that's wrong. Or like there's something that is coming from a, a deeper place uh, than probably we all realize. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's always more reason and meaning behind things than we usually know. I, I get what you're saying. And uh, a lot of times we don't listen to things that we feel uh, enough. Well, I'm definitely going to hop off and go to bed now so I can get up at like 10. Okay, gotcha. You can, you can still get enough sleep. Yeah, seven, seven and a half hours is pretty good. Not Not bad. 1030 is fine too, so that's eight. But I enjoyed it, my dude. Oh, it was good. It was good. I don't have anyone else that really talks about this kind of stuff IRL. Mm. I, I <laughs> so think it's because always... your friend group age is still very young. <laughs> you just need to find an older person, that's all. Yeah, yeah. I got different friend groups. So that's that's starting to change. Uh-huh. Um, I've, I've found some, well, not change, but I've found some more people that I've started hanging out with okay. that uh are are older and uh have actually some more similar interests because my that friend group i was talking about like we just don't have anything in common so sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just hard gotcha i think i said that but yeah yeah, you did oh i don't know when but you did yeah so all right brother all right thank you for stream hope you have a good one thanks for dropping by dude yep yep see ya see ya 
Okay, thanks, Ali. Always an interesting uh, dude. This should just be a podcast. <laughs> just make it a podcast. I'll clip. All right, so that's episode fourteen of the Ducky O'Brien Show. I know it's a little bit random because I'm covering games, movies. Sometimes it's scripted, sometimes it's not. But honestly, this is where I just upload stuff that I wanted to make or felt was important enough to me to upload. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. And hope you guys are staying safe and sane out there. And I'll catch you guys next time.